The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is the Lombardi Line. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on a Wednesday, this 18th day of August. And we've got game two of the Wednesday Major League Baseball card going to first pitch in less than 10 minutes from now, Wes, in Minnesota, where the Twins will host the Indians. It'll be Zach Plesak visiting Lewis Thorpe. And this one has bounced around a little bit. I don't know if you've seen this line movement, but it seems like they could not decide who's going to be the favorite in this game. Currently at BetMGM, Minnesota at minus 115 on the money line. And then we look here at the South Point, and it's basically a pick of Minnesota at minus 107. Your total is a consistent nine and a half across the board. Any thoughts on this one? Any play for you, Mr. Reynolds? Yeah, if they can't decide, I can't decide either. <laughs> Obviously, two teams that are very much out of it. It is uh, Thorpe against Blesak. Thorpe, a left-hander. Thorpe, 415 on the ERA, 120 on the or 540 rather on the XPIP, so about a run and a quarter difference. So would lean me to at least lean to Zach Plesak, who kind of pretty much has consistent numbers, ERA in the mid fours and also the XPIP in the mid fours. So nothing really for me here. The Minnesota Twins, though, I think are one of those teams. Like you talk about these teams that are like bet against pretty much every day that the market is going to bet against in terms of parlays and whatnot. They're going to go against the Pirates. They're going to go against the D-backs and the usual suspects. Minnesota 
Minnesota has made you pay, though, against good teams sometimes. They've been very live against, like, the Astros and against the White Sox and a couple other teams. So, you know, you kind of got to be careful with that team. And speaking of betting on a big favorite, right now you're behind 3 nothing here in the top of the second. Hermosillo with a two-run shot scores himself and, and Bote. So now Tyler Malley in a hole, 3 nothing here, and he was a $3 favorite going off. Absolutely. Minus 300 on the money line here at BetMGM. We're the Cincinnati Reds currently trailing 3 nothing. We talked about this one uh, just a moment ago. Jake Arrieta making his debut for the San Diego Padres. That'll go down in a couple of hours. And you've been saying this for a few days now, Wes, that you thought uh, he might be a candidate for the San Diego Padres to bring into Petco Park. They'll be at Coors Field today taking on the Colorado Rockies. And they've lost two in a row to Colorado. Has this uh, San Diego team that continues to struggle. We were just talking about them after the All-Star break. Just a game over 500 at 15 and 14. They're 12 games back of San Francisco in the National League West. Just a game and a half ahead of these Cincinnati Reds in the National League wild card race. And Jake Arrieta gone all the way to minus 145 on the road against the Rockies today. And this total at 14. I mean, could you could you do anything with that total? Do you have a lean one way or another? It would be a probably over or nothing, but do I really want to take it over at 14? It's kind of like in, in college football where it's like, you know a total is high for a reason. And it's like, do I really want to take over 80? It's like 80 is <laughs> a lot of damn I'm, points. I'm with you. I think I could only go over. Yeah. And look, Jake Arrieta is having to fill this void right now because you Darvish is out. The Sheriff, Chris Paddock is out. Denison Lamette has been in and out. They had to go with Craig Stammen yesterday, another bullpen start. They had to do it, or actually a couple days ago, it was Matt Strom yesterday, and that's what the Padres are having to do, and now they're kind of paying the price a little bit for really exercising that bullpen. So, uh, liberally early on did Jace Tingler, and look, they have one of the best bullpens in baseball and have all year, but all of a sudden you start taxing these guys and you're paying the price for these starters not going past the fifth inning. You're not getting these starters going deep enough in games. I think the Padres at one point had the least starts past the fifth inning. I think this was a couple weeks ago in all Major League Baseball, and now they're starting to pay the price for it a little bit. Uh, That being said, I don't necessarily disagree with the move on Jake Arrieta in terms of the opener at minus 119, because Chichi Gonzalez is kind of one of those pitchers that the market always likes to fade, but now you're asking me to lay close to $1.50 some places and $1.45 here at BetMGM on Jake Arrieta on the road. First start with a new ball club. I know he's got a lot to prove, but Having to make that first start with a new team at Coors Field, no thank you for me. I'm leaving this one alone. With that total of 14, it should be fun to watch anyway. I imagine there'll be a lot of balls flying out of the ballpark on both sides for the San Diego Padres and the Colorado Rockies. A total of 14. You and I were talking about that. I don't know if I've seen a number that high ever before as far as a baseball total. Another game coming up at 1245 Pacific, 345 Eastern will be the New York Mets and the San Francisco Giants. We'll talk about that one coming up later in the program. The San Francisco Giants looking to sweep the New York Mets there. Welcome in to all of those you just now joining us. It is the Lombardi line here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Talking a little baseball, we have the Minnesota Twins and Cleveland Indians coming up in about five minutes from now. And then a little bit later this afternoon, you have San Diego in Colorado to take on the Rockies. But let's shift over to college football, Mr. Reynolds. We've got 
got college football kicking off in just 10 days. August 28th, there will be three games on the schedule. Nebraska and Illinois, Connecticut at Fresno State. You, of course, have some Indiana ties there with the Fresno State Bulldogs and then Hawaii at UCLA. And let's start with Nebraska at Illinois. We've discussed this game a couple of different times. We, in fact, talked about it on Tuesday with Adam Kramer. He was leaning a little bit towards Nebraska. And you and I were initially surprised to see this line, the Nebraska Cornhuskers on the road laying a touchdown at Illinois. And I looked it up in Kenny White's Power Ratings Preview magazine this morning before the show. He's actually got Illinois catching a half a point. He basically sees this game as a pick in his numbers, and yet that is a nearly touchdown difference from what we're seeing on the board. Well, and Illinois does have a new coach. It is Brett Belima now in Champaign, taking over for Lovey Smith. So when you're when you're looking at this team, obviously it's new new systems, new coordinator, new head coach. So usually it takes a year, unless unless the talent is just superlative, uh, like it would be in an Ohio State. That's a big leap, a little bit for an Illinois to have to do this. So I don't think a lot is expected really necessarily out of the Illini. It is going to be Brandon Peters back, so he is an, an, at least an experienced starting quarterback. Chase Brown, uh, a stable running back cord. The new OC there is Tony Peterson, who held the same role at Appalachian State, so now I step up into the Big Ten. Also, Ryan Walters, a new D.C. He moves in from Missouri to take over in Champaign. So, look, when you look at Illinois, I do think that this would be kind of a winnable game, even though they're almost a touch a touchdown underdog at home so three and a half I believe was their win total and I at least lean to the over simply because if you look at Nebraska just from a matchup standpoint they've got one of the weaker front sevens in the entire conference so Illinois I think Brett Belima a lot of these old school coaches like him kind of want to establish that run and be able to have you know five and six minute drives they're not one of these teams that's like okay just gonna get you spread out and get a guy in space and have those three play drives for 80 yards you know tempo, tempo, tempo. So Illinois, I think, is going to want to possess the ball and they're going to want to run the ball and see if they can be more physical than Nebraska. So I thought this was a little high and I think that this is going to get some reaction. If something happens with Scott Frost where he gets some kind of suspension, you are going to get, I think, the market react to that. The new offensive coordinator there in Lincoln is Matt Lubick and what he's got to do is eliminate the turnovers. Adrian Martinez has shown some flashes at times in his career in Lincoln. But he also turns the ball over way too much. Nebraska, I believe, over the last two seasons, which is just 20 games because a smaller game number season last year due to COVID, Nebraska's had 49 fumbles. Mm. So this is a team that turns the ball over way too much. Uh, Adrian Martinez is a guy that looks like, like I showed, flashes of brilliance. He's very good on design runs, and he makes guys miss in the open field. He's got 22 career rushing touchdowns, but he's also got 32 fumbles. So he's a guy that has got to take care of the football. I thought this number was high. I have not played it as of yet, but I thought this number at seven was high, and now you're starting to see a little bit of money on the underdog here with Illinois, and you're probably going to see a little bit more if you get that Scott Frost reaction where it's like, okay, Nebraska's kind of in trouble right now. Now, we don't know what the results are going to be, and probably we're not going to hear before this game takes place on Saturday, August 28th. We know the NCAA moves at their own pace. You know, they're not going to rush and uh, make a decision.
diligent here and do their quote-unquote due diligence and whatnot, but you still got some sevens on the board if you do like Illinois. Well, and I think the point is that uh, if you want to get in on this game, I think you need to do it now if those sanctions Mm -hmm. or any sanctions do Yeah, I don't think it's going to close above seven, and I don't think it's going to close seven either. So just from a number standpoint, because sometimes you might not have like a really big read on a game, but just from a number standpoint, and that's what a lot of professional sports bettors do. We have these guys like Paul Stone and the like on this network. They get a number because they know it's going to close differently. So that's what you're going to see, okay? Can I just get a number here? I know I'm going to get the best of it at least, and more often than not, that's what you want to practice. You want to get the best of the number because you're going to cash more tickets than you lose doing that. I wouldn't be surprised if this closed four and a half in favor of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Let's look at the second game on the schedule for Saturday, August 28th, and that is the Huskies of Connecticut at Fresno State. And it's been a little while since Connecticut was competitive and they don't expect to be in, in the eyes of the odds makers in this one either. They're catching 27 points from Fresno State and actually I was taking a look at the Mountain West Conference with Kenny White and uh, I think Fresno State's going to be a decent team West. They're probably still a year away but like I say you have some guys from Indiana there that are now in charge over there in Fresno for the Bulldogs program and I think this team is on the up and up and Kenny White actually makes this number 32 by his numbers, so he's favoring Fresno State to cover the 27. Yeah, Connecticut is bad. Randy Edsel back there for his second act. They probably had their most success as a program with Randy Edsel. Remember, they made one of those New Year's Six Bowl games uh, when Randy Edsel was there. So, And then the program just went in the pits. Randy Edsel went to Maryland. It did not go well there. You mentioned in terms of the Indiana connections, that being Kalen DeBoer, who was the offensive coordinator under Jeff Tedford and then took the same job at Indiana, now back at Fresno State as the head coach. He has 19 starters back. Arguably the most important, of course, is the quarterback, Jake Hayner, who started all six games last season. He was a Washington transfer. Improved. He has his top eight receivers back. Also his eight offensive linemen, top three rushers. And by the way, that's going to be kind of a theme in college football with these super seniors and basically the three years. So if you got, you know, we oftentimes, I think, look at returning starters this time of year. Well, there's most teams are going to have a decent amount of returning starters starters. Fresno State gets 10 back on defense. This is a lot of points to lay, but man, the Huskies aren't good. I know that this is kind of that you know, letdown spot or maybe look proverbial look-ahead spot because they do go to Oregon and face their old coach, Tim DeRoyder, who's now the defensive coordinator at Oregon. So you wonder what Fresno State's focus is going to be. And, and I got to think that these kids are going to be excited really going out and playing because look, they had so many COVID pauses last year and you know games being canceled and not being able to go so this is a big number but I'd probably rather lay it rather than take it Connecticut just not in very good shape Connecticut's win total I think I saw was like two and a half this year so Randy Edsel, and at least I don't believe he is made named a starting quarterback. So it's hard to know what to expect for this team because they didn't play last year. They had their entire season canceled, and they combined to go three and twenty-one in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. And those three wins for UConn, by the way, all FCS teams: Rhode Island, Wagner, and actually UMass is not an FCS team. They kind of played like it last year, but they're relatively new to Division One. So, gosh, I want nothing to do with UConn. It would be lay it or stay away. Well, at least 
least watch this game and watch out for the Fresno State Bulldog running back Ronnie Rivers. He may end up being one of the leading rushers in the entire country. This guy is certainly worth tuning in for. Hawaii will take on UCLA at the Rose Bowl. That'll wrap up the first day of college football that Saturday, August 28th. Three games on the schedule, and the final one will be at UCLA hosting the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. And the UCLA Bruins are laying about 17 points in this one, Wes. And that feels like a lot to me because I don't think Todd Graham's Hawaii Rainbow Warriors are that bad of a team. And what's interesting, he's actually got the defense playing pretty well. When was the last time we said Mm -hmm. that about Hawaii? Mm -hmm. But Kenny, again, I go back to Kenny White's uh, Power Rating Preview magazine. He thinks this this spread should be better than 20 points in favor of UCLA. Yeah, and uh, DTR, by the way, this did drop a little bit because DTR had a little bit of an injury now upgraded to probable. He should be absolutely good to go. This is a big year for UCLA. If they can step and up. Chip Kelly, yeah, right? Yeah, it is a big year for Chip Kelly. I expect that the offense is going to be better. Uh, led by my old college classmate, Justin Fry, is the uh, offensive coordinator out there at UCLA. And look, uh, Chip Kelly's kind of in that crossroads because he was kind of this cutting-edge offensive coach, really. But but now he's 10 and 21 in three years at UCLA. 20 starters. DTR from Bishop Gorman right here in Las Vegas is the most experienced quarterback in the conference. But, you know, he just hasn't duplicated the success he had at Oregon. Now, Oregon was in better shape when he took over. Obviously, Mike Bellotti didn't exactly leave the cupboard bare there. He was 46 and 7 in four years up at Eugene. I think UCLA is really going to be able to run the ball, not only with DTR, but also the running game. You have Britton Brown, who's a senior coming back. Also, Zach Charbonnet, a Michigan transfer, enters in. So this is a team that I think is going to be able to run the ball. This is an offensive line. Justin Fry, who I mentioned, was an old offensive lineman at Indiana. So you know he wants to run the ball a little bit. So, you know, they're going to display some improvement, I think, on that side of the ball. DTR in 2019 had 19 turnovers. He only had four interceptions last year in that shortened 2020 season. So the offense should be better. Now, the defense, if you look, last year how they ended, they ended against U.S. USC and Stanford and gave up 91 combined points in those two games. And UCLA schedule, you look at that, it is not an easy schedule. There are no real cupcakes. You get Hawaii, I know you're laying 17, but then the next week against LSU, there's some thought that maybe UCLA getting this game under their belt could be good for them to face LSU and maybe take some points. I think you're going to see some buyback on that underdog standpoint. Then a bye week, and then you have Fresno State, who we just mentioned. Then you get, obviously, right into that pack. 12 schedule where nothing is really easy. You know, UCLA to me, I think they're going to make a little bit of an improvement. I think they're probably, I look at that schedule and I see probably 500 team, maybe a seven win team. I certainly couldn't go over seven from that win total standpoint. So just, just looking at this a little bit, would maybe slightly lean to Hawaii in this situation just because I think Hawaii, look, they're going to want to go and play a Pac-12 team and play them tough, and they usually are very good in that situation because you probably got some kids that, yeah, they wanted to go to Hawaii, but probably some of them wanted to play in the Pac-12. Well, and Graham should be familiar with the program. Of course, he was the head man at Arizona State before Herm Edwards took over Mm -hmm. there, so uh, maybe there's a little bit of... I I would probably wait on this one and see what the number does. Right. If If you can get, you know, three 
touchdowns with the Rainbow Warriors. I think that's probably a buy sign. The following week, we roll into Labor Day weekend schedule of games, and that will pick up on Thursday, September 2nd. It is the Boise State Broncos traveling to Orlando, Florida to take on Gus Malzahn, the new coach of the Knights of University of Central Florida. I think this is a really great game that's going to kind of kick off some really good ones in kind of that opening week of college football as we roll into Labor Day weekend. Now here on the board, the Knights of Central Florida are favored by four points. And again, I'll go back to Kenny, Kenny White's power rating on this game. He thinks Boise State should be only catching two and a half. And now when we discussed the Mountain West with Kenny, he kind of admitted that maybe he overrated Boise State a little bit. Matt Humans and I were kind of down on the Broncos a little bit. Not not totally down on them, but not that they're going to roll through this conference once again. You've got the new coach in there, and you know Steve Mackinnon talks about that, the, the instability of the new coach and whatnot. So I was a little bit Hank Bachmeyer, the uh, quarterback mm-hmm. for Boise State. He's been injured a lot, so I'm just not so sure if Boise State is going to be the usual Boise State that we're used to that kind of Chris Peterson set the tone for way back when. Uh, but I think Gus Malzahn could be very successful at Central Florida. I, I would probably lay this before I took it, Wes. Yeah, and I'm going to harken back to what Adam Kramer, our guest, said yesterday. He said, this is kind of a game I'm getting a little bit of a tough handle on in terms of what to do. These are two of the premier group of five programs. They're always kind of up there. Boise State certainly has made those New Year's Six games, as has UCF. Pretty much everybody wins at UCF, and I think Gus Malzahn's going to do just fine there. I usually liken UCF to like a Dayton or a Xavier in college basketball. Everybody wins at Dayton. They're always everybody good. wins at Xavier, and everybody wins at UCF, and I think Gus Malzahn is certainly going to do the same. Now, what I'm interested to see with what Malzahn does, if you look at what he ran at Auburn predominantly, ran a lot of like zone read option. Mm-hmm. So your quarterback runs a little bit down there at Auburn. Pretty much most years he has certainly had that. But when you look at that with, with UCF, you have one of the best passers in the country. You have Dylan Gabriel who led the nation with 357 passing yards a game last season, 34 total touchdowns, just four interceptions. So Gabriel's more of a pocket passer. So that's the old, are you going to adjust your system to your personnel or your personnel to your system? I think Gus Malzahn is going to do the former where he's going to let kind of Dylan Gabriel do what he does best. Because remember, Gus Malzahn did have Jared Stidham at Auburn, who was not exactly a running quarterback, who was certainly more of a pocket passer. I don't know how much he is going to change. And that's what makes this a little bit interesting in terms of handicapping UCF really going forward. How much is how much is he going to do? And now the former Boise State coach Brian Harsons and Gus Malzahn's old job, ironically enough, at Auburn. Andy Avalos, defensive guy, comes in from Oregon, was the defensive coordinator. They have seven starters back. Boise State has shown that they can go on the road and win, especially in the state of Florida. I remember a couple years ago when they played Florida State, it's like, man, it's going to be humid for these boys in Idaho because that first week in September, that's kind of humid down there in the state of Florida. That and was sure. a, that was that first game when Florida State fell apart in the second half, yes. seemingly every game. I remember that because I, I did have Cam FSU. Cam was on that club. I thought F, I thought those guys were going to melt down there in that humidity in Florida, but Hank Bachmeyer in his first start was absolutely up to the task, and they got that win. Florida State kind of let him in the game, and sure enough, Boise State walked out of Tallahassee with the win, so they can go in here to UCF and win. I don't see that they're going to do that, and UCF, I think, is a team trying to kind of get its mojo back, because now Cincinnati in that American Conference is the clear number one team. They've been like, getting all the pub, too. Absolutely. They are a top 10 team right now. 
now and, and going to have a tough schedule. We're going to see how good the Bearcats are going to Notre Dame and Indiana. I want to talk about one more game on September 2nd when we come back on the other side. We'll go back to your Big Ten Conference West, and that'll be the Ohio State Buckeyes visiting Minnesota to take on the Gophers and Ohio State on the road laying nearly two touchdowns. We'll talk about that game on the other side. Also get into some more Major League Baseball. Good card on your Wednesday on the Diamonds. It's the Lombardi line. Wes Reynolds and Brady Cannon with you at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back into the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Wednesday talking a little college football here. Getting into that opening week, which will kick off on August 28th and kind of just rolls right into Labor Day weekend. On Thursday, September 2nd, the final game we want to touch on here is a Big Ten conference clash. And I find it kind of interesting, Wes. Both Nebraska and Illinois will open their season with a conference game. And so will Ohio State and Minnesota. This one goes down in 
in Minnesota, and the Ohio State Buckeyes are laying 13.5 points. And I mentioned, I always like to refer to Kenny White's uh, Power Rating Preview magazine, which you got to check it out. It's a great publication that Kenny's been putting out for a couple seasons now. I thought it was a misprint. I looked at Kenny's rating of this game, and he felt Ohio State should be favored by 3.5. I said, no, 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 it's supposed to be 13.5. Well, I double-checked it, and sure enough, Kenny's got this 10 points different from where this game is on the board right now, Wes. I don't know if it's three and a half, but I do know that I did take Minnesota plus the 14, and I'm also high on the Gophers. I think this could very well be a potential, even though it's certainly not the favorite to be that, this could be a potential Big Ten championship game with Ohio State out of the East and Minnesota out of the West. I know Minnesota is not really getting picked by a lot of these teams, but I think Minnesota is the absolute live dog and the absolute sleeper in the West, because if you look, they went 11-2, and two, right, in 2019, and they beat Auburn in the bowl game. They were kind of a trendy pick. Uh, people, were, I think, were either picking Wisconsin or them to win the Big Ten West. So you had lofty expectations, and then what happens is Minnesota absolutely drubs them at home in the opener, 49-24 to in a primetime game. Minnesota or Michigan just had that running game going. Minnesota couldn't stop it. But now the expectations have lessened a little bit. They did lose Rashad Bateman to the Baltimore Ravens, and the draft member Bateman opted in, or opted out rather, and then opted back in, and then and opted out late in the season, so he only really played five games before he opted out a second time. Ten starters back on both sides of the ball for Minnesota, including Tanner Morgan, a junior quarterback. Uh, maybe not the most talented quarterback in the Big Ten, but certainly very experienced. Doesn't really turn the ball over a lot. Usually a pretty good completion rate. And they also bring back Ibrahim, Mo Ibrahim, the running back. So Minnesota, I think, is going to be able to run the ball on defense. They bring back 15 of their top 16 tackles. You get Ohio State in the opener, and I think that's a little bit of a tough opener for Ohio State. I know if they don't rebuild in Columbus, they reload. And what Adam Kramer, our guest yesterday on this program, the Lombardi line said, is absolutely true. Ohio State is recruiting at a different level. I, Ryan Day has even increased it up a notch I from agree. what Urban Meyer has. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, they did not skip a beat, and I think it's almost like they've improved Ohio State well, versus Ryan Day uh, to Urban Meyer. Back-to-back -back undefeated regular seasons for Ryan Day. That is something that Urban Meyer, who has won a national championship at two different schools, has done. But you do have uh, uh, Stroud uh, coming out and he is going to be the starting quarterback more than likely. A lot of weapons on offense with Olav and Wilson back at receiver, Master Teague at running back. So they're going to be fine. But I think that this is a little bit of a tricky spot in week one. Just saying, okay, we're just going to roll over the Gophers. So I took the 14. I don't know if we're going to see above that now. I think some of the market has bet that down, and now you're seeing some 13 and a half. I assume you're going to get 14s again as the general public comes in to bet Ohio State, though. All right, let's take a look at Major League Baseball, and we renew the rivalry between the Red Sox and the New York Yankees. This is 4.05 Pacific time, 7.05 p.m. Eastern, and it was the Pinstripers who swept a doubleheader from their rival Red Sox on Tuesday. Both of these teams now trailed the Tampa Bay Rays in the American League East by five games, and we were talking earlier in the program, since the All-Star break, the New York Yankees, the very most profitable team in baseball, if you're looking for return on investment, that is the New York Yankees. And all of a sudden, these people who are crying for Aaron Boone to be fired, they're awful quiet right now, because this team is on a run, and it looks like that talent that this team has a ton of is finally starting to cover, uh, come together and play well. Andrew Heaney, who they inquired from the Los Angeles Angels, will get the start today 
today against Nick Pavetta. And Heaney's seen a trickle of money here. Minus 115 on the money line at BetMGM. Yeah, I would go with the over here. And this was a one of those doubleheaders, the seven-inning games yesterday. Yankees got them both. It went under in the second game, just slightly over in the first game. But I do like the over here. Long ball is still an issue for Andrew Heaney. Almost two home runs per nine innings. That's the sixth highest in all of Major League Baseball months qualified starters. Eight home runs in just three games with the Yankees, and I think that's probably going to continue. Nick Pavetta has been good his last two starts in August, but he's had a very much an up-and-down season, and this Yankee lineup starting to get a little bit healthier. Ten is your total right now. Slightly juice the over some places. I would go over here with the Bo Sox and the Yanks. I did lay minus 105 with the Yankees today. I feel like they're the hotter team right now, and they're going to get another win over Boston this afternoon. We'll come back and talk some UFC with Lou Finicaro next on the Lombardi Line. Season is kicked off. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and the College Football Betting Guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for the VSIN All Access subscription and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vsin.com com slash subscribe. Lou Finicaro now joins the program, our UFC insider. You can find his work in Point Spread Weekly, and you can grab that also at vcin.com slash subscribe. You can follow him on Twitter at Gamblue. Good morning to you, Mr. Finicaro. We've got uh, UFC Fight Night at the Apex in Las Vegas coming up this weekend. And I want to start with the main event, Kelvin Gastelum against Jared Cannonier. And I've seen Gastelum. I've become familiar with this guy. Seems like he's fought a handful of times. I know not that many, but he's been on the uh, tube there in the octagon quite a bit, it seems, since uh, you know UFC came back during the quarantine and whatnot. And Cannoneer is the favorite in this fight, minus 160 in a middleweight bout, my friend. What do you got going here? Well, first of all, Brady and Wes, thanks for having me on. As we get to football season, it's nice to have UFC time on VSIN, and uh, you guys are great by uh, by sticking by us. Uh, as far as this fight is concerned, you've seen Gastelum a lot, Brady, because uh, he's been he's lost four or five, and as a top-ranked contender, you lose a couple, and you're sometimes inclined, motivated, and driven to get right back in and take a fight, even though it's dangerous, to try and overturn that loss. Gastelum's had some trouble with that. His one win against Ian Heinish, uh, who's not the level of any of the top seven to 10 in that division. So Gastelum comes uh, and he's a desperate man and it, this is a risky fight for him. Uh, Cannoneer off a loss, they're both off a loss to Whitaker, uh, broke his arm in the first round of that fight, lost a decision, uh, and this fight's going to come down to Cannoneer's ability to maintain distance and be able to strike Gastelum from the outside.
inside. Kelvin's going to want to get inside. In an ideal world, he stands in the pocket, flat-footed, and lets him go. And if you fight Gastelum that way, you're fighting him at his strength. And I can assure you, Cannoneer is not going to fight him that way. This fight's going to be about Cannoneer's movement, athleticism, length, and Cannoneer's going to win this fight, even though he's going to have to navigate, oh, seven to ten minutes, a couple of rounds of Gastelum being fresh and driving in to try and engage, take the fight down, or stand in the pocket. Lou, it's not often in the UFC that the 36-year-old fighter is the hot young prospect, quote-unquote, so to speak here. But that looks like what we have here. Mark Madsen, not to be confused with the former Laker and the former Stanford Cardinal. <laughs> Mark O. Madsen out of Denmark, and by the way, has a hell of a pedigree if you look at him. A silver medalist at the Olympic Games in Rio in 2016 in Greco-Roman wrestling. A four-time medalist at the World Championships. 10-0, and and he's 36 years old. He's getting clay. The Carpenter Guida, who has been around the UFC forever. I think he's been in the organization since 2016. And look, you see that record, 36 and 20, a lot of losses, but a lot of wins has kept his job in the UFC. Madsen opened about 126, seeing about 160, 170 on the undefeated Madsen from Denmark. Yeah, this would be a great fight. It's interesting that it's a co-main event because what's going to happen here is two guys are going to slow dance and probably roll on the floor for 14 of 15 minutes. Not exactly the kind of toe-to-toe action that most UFC fighters are going to want. However, it'll be like watching Picasso paint for many of us enthusiasts. And you're right. The silver medalist Madsen at 36 comes in. He's going to be three years younger. He's going to be the much larger man in a grappling contest and believe it or not even though he has moved to Phoenix's fight ready which is a gym that really specializes in bringing striking acumen offensive and defensive to wrestling based fighters and fighters that need more uh, capability in their stand-up Madsen will be greatly out gunned on the feet and he'll be there only long enough to get a hold of Guida, drag him down and try and fight him from the mat on top position. And it's going to be Guida's ability to move and try and keep this striking. Believe it or not, Guida's really a wrestler, but not the wrestler or grappler that Madsen is. I think Madsen's a pretty solid favorite here. Lou, let's take a look at the heavyweight bout featuring Parker Porter and Chase Sherman. And Sherman is a big favorite at minus 200 on the money line. And is that all because of the advantage he has in size? He's about four inches taller and also has about a four-inch reach advantage. Yeah, the analytics of his size and reach uh, certainly help him in a stand-up situation, which this sets up to be. Uh, Porter is uh, the shorter man, the more deliberate man. He he looks more like a milkman than he does a fighter. He's, he, he isn't chiseled or cut. Sherman, this is his second go-round in the UFC. He works hard. He's, he's been fighting and improving, and he's got a good boxing background. I think Sherman is going to be too much for Porter and uh, probably goes over the one and a half as well, but Sherman's in good position. 
Lou, one of the fights you write about in Point Spread Weekly this week, this is an undercard fight. Not familiar names necessarily, unless you're a hardcore enthusiast like yourself, but light heavyweight on the prelim card on ESPN2. William Knight and Fabio Charant are going to hook up in a light heavyweight battle. What say you on this fight? Currently, just looking at the odds, William Knight was a big favorite, but Charant has been getting the money off the opener. Yeah, and I, I think he should be. That that opening line, I think, was a little bit uh, too favored uh, for William Knight. Listen, Knight is a is a fire hydrant. He's short, he's stocky, he's powerful, and wants to throw hooks from inside the pocket. And Sharon's going to enable him to do that. But he's bigger, longer, taller, and he'll be throwing hooks. These two guys got more hooks than a tackle box does. <laughs> but I think Sharon is a live underdog in this fight. Hey, Lou, coming up up next month you've got some exciting news of course you're in the fight business the bout business apparently you've got a podcast coming up by the same moniker about business podcast will start in September. Really looking forward to it. I've got some people that know how to do podcasts behind me, and that's exciting because it isn't just going to be me out there with smoke signals. Uh, this will be a polished podcast that will probably be broadcast Saturday mornings. Really looking forward to it, and thanks for benching it, Brady. One of the very best in the bout business, indeed, is Gamblu. Check him out on Twitter at Gamblu. Lou Finnecaro. You can also find his work in our digital publication. Point spread weekly. Enjoy the fights this weekend, my friend. Thanks, guys. Good luck to everyone. Thanks, Lou. All right, that is Lou Finnecaro. We'll come back and wrap up the program with some more baseball talk for your Wednesday here on the Lombardi Line. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. No one raises the stakes for English Premier League soccer action like BetMGM. Sign up for the BetMGM app using the code VEASAN100. And if your first wager is a $1 money line bet on any EPL game, you'll receive $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. The opportunities to win big this season don't stop there. Try BetMGM's one-game parlay feature to make selections within a single soccer game. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the bonus code VEASAN100 to win $100 when you bet on any English Premier League game and either team scores a goal. Bet fearlessly on dozens of sports at BetMGM, the king of sports books. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or age of older. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Final segment of the program before we pass the baton down to the Circa Resort and Casino for the Nuts. Our friends Amal Shah and Mike Palm will take you for the next hour from there. Let's uh, resume discussion on the baseball card for your Wednesday, Wes. And we were briefly talking about Adam Wainwright and Corbin Burns, the Milwaukee Brewers-St. Louis Cardinal matchup on Tuesday. Good ball game that it looked like the Brewers were going to be able to rock Wainwright in that one, but he held pretty steady. They did end up losing 2 to nothing, and the Brew crew continues to roll. St. Louis just four back in the wild card race now, or excuse me, four back, actually that is correct, four back in the wild card and just two and a half back of Cincinnati for second place in the NL Central. Now the Brewers have won three straight and seven out of their last ten. Milwaukee is a small road favorite here. Consensus price about minus 115 but here at BetMGM, all the way to minus 125 on the money line in favor of Milwaukee. Yeah, second start back from the injured list for Jack Flaherty and looking that first start usually that's a go against but it wasn't a go against for Jack Flaherty. He got the win. Six innings pitched and struck out five. Only allowed two hits. That was against Kansas City over the weekend uh, in, at the Royals. So, look, it's not very often that you get a 9-1 and one pitcher on the record in Jack Flaherty, and he's a dog at home here. So, I'm looking at this, and this is kind of a tough handicap because it's like, okay, Flaherty, this is only his second start back from the injured list, so you want to see a little bit more of a sample size because the Royals are obviously bad. So that was a good start to uh, come back from the injured list from. And you look at Freddie Peralta, he's kind of a guy I want to fade a little bit because that's one of those sell-high pitchers that I talk about all the time, Brady. 230 on the ERA, but 367 on the XPIP. And you look at that batting average balls in play for Freddie Peralta, 192. Mm. The league average for an average MLB starter, the average mark is about three. And he's at 192, and he has been sub 200 pretty much most of the season, so he really hasn't been regressing. We kind of are are waiting for that at least a little bit, but that certainly has not come to date. So he is a guy that ultimately I would want to find a spot to fade, but when you're doing it against Jack Flaherty, 
uh, you know, when you're seeing that as a dog at home and people are going to see that record and say, oh, nine and one, man, I got to I got to take this guy. But Brewers are absolutely red hot right now. Seven and three over their last 10 games, even though St. Louis has made a, a late push here. You have Jack Flaherty, though. That is amazing that he is an underdog at home. Uh, he's got uses fastball pretty often about 50 percent of the time, even though a slider and his curve has been his best pitches. Uh, Freddie Peralta, like I say, 12-22 uh, strikeouts per nine innings. Opponents only hitting 140 against him. You got to think at some point that's going to come back to earth a little bit, but it's almost two guys I would like to go against here, so I'm leaving this one alone. Yeah, I didn't do anything with this game either. Here's a, a very interesting couple of games here. This will tip off at the 5-10 Pacific, 8-10 Eastern time this evening, and that is the Athletics against the White Sox, and then also the Astros at the Royals, and we were talking about this on the program Tuesday. It seems like whenever the Astros win, the A's win too, and whenever the A's lose, the Astros lose as well. Well, they have both lost three in a row, and that lead in the American League West for the Astros remains at two and a half games. In this contest here, the A's are a road dog at Chicago. Houston is a road favorite at Kansas City, and will begin in Chicago West. Lance Lynn against Cole Irvin. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, first before I get to this game, Chris Bassett, of course, yeah. last night uh, did take a rocket right to his face off the bat of Brian Goodwin with an exit velocity of over 100 miles an hour. So Chris Bassett, apparently from his representation, is doing okay. He is going to have surgery here in the next few days. So I don't know how long he is going to be out. But that was a very scary situation for Chris Bassett, who really has been the best pitcher for the A's this season, 12-3, and 3, 3.06 ERA. Matt Humans and I were talking about that yesterday. It's like, you know, the only guy worth betting that might be a longer shot for an AL Cy Young is Chris Bassett. He's yeah. like 25 to 1 at BetMGM. Obviously, uh, that is not going to come to fruition now as he is going to be out for at least a certain amount of time. I don't know how definite that's going to be, but obviously uh, a very scary situation. Fortunately, he's okay. I did bet the under last night. It ended up pushing at 9, even though the White Sox scored 5 in that inning because that loaded the bases, and then once Chris Bassett got replaced, the White Sox were able to bring those runs in. So, going forward to today, the Cy Young favorite, that would be Lance Lynn. He's anywhere, from, I think, from minus 150 to $2 at this standpoint. He is getting Cole Irvin. Not a lot of movement, though, we're seeing from the early numbers on Lance Lynn. I think this opened 170, now about 175, some places 185 here at BetMGM, a little wider straddle from that situation. But uh, White Sox, I know you know that they hit left-handed pitching pretty well, and they have done so really all season, but I'm not sure if I really want to back Lance Lynn here, and I don't know if the market is either. I think the market's anticipating maybe a little regression is going to come for this Cy Young leader right now. 226 ERA, 387 on the XFIP. That's over a run and a half difference, so... And this also may be with Oakland, uh, and you usually don't get situations in baseball because it's such a numbers-driven sport. It's so analytics-driven. So it's not like basketball or football where you get kind of those psychological, handicapping, situational type of deals. But maybe you get a rare one here in baseball. You got the Oakland A's that saw their fallen teammate last night mm -hmm. in what was a very scary situation. Could be something where it's like, oh, we got a little extra oomph for yeah, this game. And I, I, we know we got to have it against Lance Lynn. I don't think that is not 
non-existent. Obviously, right. these are human beings. And, right. And, and I know the numbers guys kill me for that. They're like, eh, yeah. this is not, you know, I there's mean, no situational Certainly, stuff. maybe not where you want to base your bet off. Sure. Of, but I, but sure. I, I think there's some of that that plays into it as well. Let's take a look at the Astros and the Royals here. This will be Zach Grinke and the Florida Gator Brady Singer. And the Astros have seen a little bit of money here. Minus 170 at BetMGM. I'm seeing as high as minus 180 in the market. And I actually would want to kind of take the price with the Royals here, but I can't do it. Houston's just, I mean, Houston should not be losing to the Royals two nights in a row, Mm -hmm. let alone three. They've had a couple of those series, though, lately. Even though you see Houston 70 wins, 70 and 49, and obviously leading the American League West by two and a half games. And now the A's are going to be down. Who's chasing the Astros are going to be down. Chris Bassett, who I think has really been their ace this season for at least an indefinite amount of time. So you look at the Astros, though, they lost three of four at home to the Minnesota Twins a couple weeks ago. They can throw in some real clinkers here, and they're and they're a team. I mean, that's not a team that necessarily you want to always have in parlays necessarily. And there's a reason why their prices aren't over two dollars, like you would think that they should be, because they lose games like to the Royals here. Zach Greinke, you know, he doesn't overpower you anymore. It's location, 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 and he does locate his ball very well. He pitches the contact, gets a lot of ground balls, gets out of a lot of jams, so I kind of want to take the Royals here too, but Brady Singer, uh, 367 on the batting average balls in play. Sometimes that indicates bad luck, but sometimes that indicates really mediocre pitching, Mm -hmm. so tough for me to get next to the Royals here. This is likely going to be a pass. The under has been getting bet, though. This was 10. Now you're seeing 9.5 juice the under, like minus 120, 125, or you're seeing like at BetMGM, 9 juice the over at minus 115. Yeah, I could get on board with the under, but uh, the only play for me right now is the New York Yankees and Andrew Haney at minus 105 over the Boston Red Sox. Let's look at some of our plays for the Northern Trust while we've got a couple of minutes, West, They will tee it off at Liberty National Golf Club on Thursday, the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. The top 125 players qualify. We'll have 124 in the field as Louis Oosthuizen has withdrawn for the second straight week. He'll be back next week at the BMW Championship when they whittle down to the top 70 players in the FedEx Cup point standings. So I know you and I, I believe we share Daniel Berger, who Mm -hmm. was a winner earlier this year at Pebble Beach. And that was one of the courses that I looked at as far as a comp course here. A little bit of that Lynx's style, you know, some of that wispy grass if you miss the fairway. And I think that's very similar. A lot of bunkering, very similar to Liberty National, where you also have smaller greens. Pebble Beach, the very smallest greens. And you and I have talked about this, where greens and regulation will be paramount. Daniel Berger, third in the field this week in strokes gained approach. Yeah, and, and he was best on approach actually in Memphis where he tied for fifth a couple weeks ago. So, you know, the iron play is coming in right now. And also Daniel Berger, even though I think he's got a good chance to be a captain's pick, this would certainly seal the deal if you can beat a field like this because he is currently outside the top six right now, but not too far. I think he's like 10th in the points or right in there in that top 10. And he ranked first on approach and third on tee to green in Memphis. So Daniel Berger for me. Patrick Cantlay, by the way, who I add, and I bet this before this, it doesn't really change my bet. Joe LaCava going to be on the bag for Patrick Cantlay, as usual caddy. Matt Minster is out due to COVID-19. So Joe LaCava, usually Tiger Woods' guy, is going to be on Cantlay's bag. So Cantlay, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, he drifted up uh, enough where I wanted to go ahead and take him at that price. And Paul Casey are my five this week. Well, and Patrick Cantlay and Paul Casey, both also Pebble Beach specialists. And I am actually on 
Paul Casey as well. And I took another couple of Pebble Beach specialists, that being Jordan Spieth and also Kevin Streelman. So we'll see if we can get one home. Now, you and I, we basically played five guys kind of in that 20 to 40 range. And then I took three more bombs. Yeah. I took three more bombs with Neiman, uh, Jason Kokrak, and then Streelman at 120 to 1. So I, I don't. I, this has been a chalky tournament. It has I, been. I kind of expect the shorter price guys to get home. Yeah, usually that's what you're going to see, guys in the top 10 of the points, guys in the top 25. I think 12 or 14 years this first FedEx Cup event has been inside the top 25 in that OWGR. All right, that is going to do it for the Lombardi line. Next up, it's the Nuts with Amal Shad, Mike Palm, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.